the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, on the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, our show uh, is all about savings and investments. The Max Out Savings Show has been on for over a decade, talking savings, investments, and your retirement. And what we try to do is 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 we try to help you uh, understand how to how to save money, how to build up wealth, and, and how to re- how to retire successfully. Uh, it, it, that that's sort of our 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 ideas, our thought process, and uh, our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to to saving over to building up wealth over the long term. To save aggressively and invest conservatively. It, and that simply means putting away as much money as you can and building it up for retirement. Uh, and so we're going to be talking about that on the show. We're going to be talking about some of the differences between how men and women save later in the show. We're going to be talking some about uh, what's happening in, in the world today with the economy. We're going to be talking about uh, really, uh, you know, we're looking at some of the, the political changes for some fascinating media things we came across in talking about the markets. This this week the uh, with the jobless numbers came in at two hundred and fifty five thousand uh, jobs, well above an expectation of about one hundred eighty thousand. The unemployment rate was down around four point nine percent. You would say, "Hey, this is pretty good. This is exciting." Uh, a couple things you, you, you must understand here uh, that really we have to look at. Uh, uh, number one, if employment unemployment is at 4.9% and we're creating these all these jobs, then exactly what is the Federal Reserve doing at at record low interest rates at, at close to 0%? And, 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 and that's a real question. Uh, and the second thing you have to ask, put yourself in the Obama administration's place. You're, you're Barack Obama. You're wanting to, your policies to go through. You want all your people need more need jobs, all your uh, your government leaders. And, and Hillary Clinton's coming up. She wants to be reelected. Now, you, you, you what, what what can we do? We want to run a good campaign. We want to develop, a, get out our message. We want to convince the American people. Then all of a sudden, when someone puts a piece of paper in front of you and goes, "Well, look, uh, uh, Mr. President, if if the if the stock market is up three months before the election, typically there's an 86 percent chance of of that party winning," and you go, hmm, "Well, that's interesting." Uh, so, so you want to make sure the stock market's up. Here, here's the deal: if you're president of the United States, the one quarter that you want. The, actually, the two quarters, the, the one, really the one you really want is it, the, to be good 
for the <laughs> the economy is the third quarter uh, of your fourth year or your eighth year when you're coming into the into the presidential elections. That is the one quarter where you want to have the best job numbers, the best economic numbers, and you want everyone to think things are going great so you'll be reelected. And, 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 and so is it any surprise that we have a great jobs number coming out? It, it really isn't. If you look at retail sales, they're a disaster. If you look at at uh, if you look at manufacturing, uh, durable goods orders were down. If you look at if you look at student loan debt is is soared through the it's gone through the roof. Uh, if if you look at credit card debt, there's problems. If you look at industrial production, it's declining, and yet somehow magically we've got two hundred fifty five thousand jobs created and everything's great ninety days before the election. So the reason why I say this is understand. This is the period of time which uh, economic numbers are the most manipulated out of every four-year term. It's not just Democrats. It's it's Republicans. Everyone tries because they all want to look good coming into the election. So – Take these these jobs numbers with somewhat of a grain of, of salt and understand that uh, there's a lot riding on this election. Now, here's the good news. The market is up, so there's an 86% chance in theory that the incumbent party wins. However, in 1980, it didn't work. That was when Ronald Reagan came into power. So some exciting things happening here. Uh, but understand in the world today, things are not that good. Uh, uh, Understand in uh, it, the Brazil where we're holding the Olympics, it, you know they're close to a depression in that country. We've got half a percent growth rate out of Europe. China is really no one knows what the numbers out of China, but they have the biggest debt bubble in the history of the world over there. And Japan is teetering on a recession. And the only thing keeping them going is massive stock buyback programs in, in quantitative easing and negative interest rates. The world is not a good place. It's a tough place to be. You have to sit there and have your guard up in this world. Tell what, let's take a call from Lynn here on the Max Out Saving Show at 713-339-1070. Hello, Lynn. Hey, uh, Ted. Uh, good morning. We appreciate what you do for us. Thank you. Um, uh, I just have a kind of a comment because comment slash question uh, the market, it seems, there's, Ted, there's no volume. You know, um, this is Wall Street and the hedge funds, the machines working long and short, uh, hedged and long and back and forth, and uh, there's no volume. Yeah. Uh, can you explain this to us? I mean, this, is, this seems to be to nothing more than a casino operation uh, to us. Yeah, I, I, I think in the world today, the public has gone from the market. A lot of investors are going. A lot of smart people are pulling back. The people that are bearish on this market reads like a who's who of, of, of the Investor Hall of Fame. And uh, it keeps going up. A couple things. A tremendous amount of the volume, even at these low rates, are basically computers trading back and forth. Computer power has reached in, in these, these logarithms they're putting together have reached the point where they're basically trading back and forth all day long. It, the other thing, the big thing that's out there are these corporate stock buyback programs. So they're in there buying every single day, and, and there's a natural bias up in the market because of that. It, it, and so, so constantly they're buying. So if there's no volume, 
they're really the only guys in there, so it just sort of keeps going up. A lot of the public is sort of out of this market, and and that's kind of what you're dealing with. Now, the other thing that's happened is starting in about June, the market went positive, and as it got more positive, it forces a lot of investors in, in uh, 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 investors, hedge funds, and different people into the market because they can't underperform the market. It's a very oh. dangerous combination with, with no volume, drifting up market, pushed up by stock buyback programs. But the the but the underlying it is a, a, a zero interest rate. And remember, three weeks ago we had the lowest rates in the history of the United States of America. Yeah. So that's what sort of th- this upward bias. I, I I think it does two things. I think it starts crumbling in here pretty quickly, or it just people just start. If if we get some good some people buy these economic numbers, you could see a blow off bull trap where the thing just blows off to the upside and then collapses. Those are the two things out there. Uh, one of my... Ted, Ted, it, Ted it reeks, this reeks of, of a politicization of the markets. This reeks of, you know, these people on Wall Street, they all support the Democrats and Clinton and Obama. Yeah. Uh, the hedge funds send them a lot of money, too. This just reeks of political fanfare to make the market look better than what the economy and everything is really doing this. Um, well, yeah, look, if you were the Democrats, you want the stock market up. I mean, yeah. your best chance to win is to point out, well, the stock market's up. How bad can it be? And people sort of go, well, you know, uh, no, that, that this thing is clearly being manipulated higher. It's artificially propped up. Those aren't my words. Those are some, again, if you go through the Investor Hall of Fame, I could pull out a number of people saying that. And and I, and I believe it is being artificially manipulated higher uh, by by interest rates that have no business being where they are. Uh, well, don't you think we should be selling into these rallies? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I this is crazy. This yeah, is- look, I, I think so. I, you know, having said that, look, we bought something Friday, but. Uh, because we're getting it, we're looking at some infrastructure plays in this 2017. But we are very, very cautious and have a huge amount of cash right now. And 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 I think you have to be that. I think you really have to be very cognizant that this is a dangerous market. Look, it, we have 90 days till the president of the United States is elected. I'm not sure anybody wants to take a big bet one way or the other on this. Uh, it, it, that's complete. So you either have Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Those are diametrically opposed people. Well, There's, it looks to me like the market's going to fold no matter who wins. Yeah. I mean, probably. Uh, uh, the other thing, I think you're going to see a trade war with China of some type break out. And that's going to be – it's going to be very worrisome for people. And so there's a lot of danger uh, fraught in this market. And and. In many ways, it, 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 you really struggle because you don't want to be picking up the proverbial pennies and nickels in front of a steamroller. Yeah. So I think oh, I, I think mean, you know, there's so many there's so many strange things going on. We got unvetted unvetted refugees smoking into the country. Uh, there's all kinds of weird things going on, and uh, people are uh, afraid. They're they're concerned. Yeah. And, look, uh, I, I I mean I think that's what you're dealing with here right now in. And, and, and so tremendous uncertainty. And in that type of environment, you're going to see this market. I think this market is, is really setting itself up for a fall. Uh, and that, that's what we're kind of monitoring. And it could have a blow-off top and then collapse. And that, that's what we're not real sure of right now. But I think it's, a, it's an exceptionally dangerous market. And I think you really have to have your guard up. That's what I thought. Thank, we always thank you for uh, your uh, uh, helpful insight. 
Thank sure thing, you. Lynn. Thanks for the call. If you got a question or comment, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings. So look, it's a political season. This is one of the most hotly contested elections. I mean, I think you really have to go back to the early 1900s, and really you have to go back to the 1800s to see an election as contested, as volatile, and as as, as really, uh, really hotly contested as this race is. The, the, look. The United States of America is unique in, in, in that, that people love politics in this country. Uh, if you go back and read Tocqueville, who's a famous f- French writer, he came and traveled around the United States in the early 1800s, and he, and he wrote about the, the United States, and the, and the Europeans were fascinated with the United States of America. People have always been fascinated by the United States of America. And, and they, they just couldn't believe it. And one of the things he wrote about was, I, I remember... He, he he's I think somewhere in Tennessee and he's he's riding along and he's going through 50 miles of forest and he comes up to this you know there's a little house and back then you know you you, you could go up to someone's farmhouse and they'll you know for a buck or something or 50 cents they'll let you spend the night in one of their rooms and it, it, it and so and so he gets in there and the, they all you know they start talking and they want to hear what's going on in Washington D.C. and and this was the early 1800s. This was out on the frontier and that was what they wanted to talk about. And he, and he remarked about this. He said Americans love to talk about politics. They love to talk about politics. And it, it, it you know remember in Europe that could get you killed. And so this was fascinating. The other thing is he he the comment he he said the Americans invoke God in everything they do with. That has changed, but the politics is not. Uh, so, so uh, I I, th- I think this is a very political season, and I really believe the politics is right now is playing a, a huge uh, portion of what's happening in the market. The administration, the, the Obama administration's in power. They like to stay in power. They're going to make things look as good as possible. The they've pressured the Federal Reserve. Look. With the economic numbers we've seen over the last couple of months, it's complete insanity that the Federal Reserve had have have rates at a quarter of a percent. The danger the Fed has is they lose control of this monetary policy, and then you could see a massive hyperinflation of asset prices and a collapse. You could see you could see it it it, it, it a big inflation. The rates are so low. Let me explain this to you. The rates are so low at zero. If I go look, if rates are at a quarter now, they were at zero. If I, I get, uh, if I go to the Fed, look, I'm getting tough. We're raising inter- this economy starts taking off. It's getting out of control. Speculation. I'm concerned. I'm raising po- rates a quarter. It ain't gonna make a difference. I'm raising half a percent. That means rates are at three quarters of a percent. Nobody's gonna care if that money starts flashing and people start pouring into the if they start doing things if they start spending or if they think inflation's there they're going to have to take they're going to have to raise rates possibly the taylor rule saying uh, it, it, right now they should normally be on a neutral basis three quarters to a point they're they're three quarters underneath that they could have to raise rates two points the problem is they will not be able to do it quick enough, and this thing could get completely out of control. That's the bullish case for them. The bearish case is is, is is they're trapped, and they can't get out, and then the economy sinks down. The Federal Reserve should have raised rates a year ago, but the Obama administration pushed them to keep them down because everyone everything to look great for the election. That's changing. Things look good now. What's going to happen next? We're going to talk about that after the break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Now 
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, a leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Get started right now by calling 800-288-0092. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free trading technique and my daily insider market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I use to build my fortune. I was getting ready to retire. I still needed to make extra income, but I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because of Larry and his excellent instructors, I could trade successfully for myself, and I'll never have to work for someone else again. Fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know, you. Again, call in the next 90 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. Call 800-288-0092. That's 800-288-0092. 800-288-0092. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. I'm handy around the house, but when I swap out the toilets, I don't have to worry about burning down the house. When it comes to electric work, I call on the professionals. I call Bolin Electric. Bolin Electric has been in business since 1986. They're always Johnny on the spot, and the prices are never shocking. And they offer a five-year warranty on their workmanship, so you can sleep well at night. With free estimates, honest advice, and licensed electricians who don't work on commission, Bolin Electric should be your first choice. Give them a call at 281-900-2049. That's 281-900-2049. Bolin Electric, member BBB, TECL, 22084. Larry Elder on AM 1070, The Answer. If Donald Trump loses this election and historians write the books about what happened, it won't be what the Democrats did to him. It'll be what Republicans did to him. What Republicans did to him. How and why Donald Trump is so revolting to people in favor of Hillary is beyond me, but that will be the tale of this story on the next Larry Elder Show. Larry Elder, weekday afternoons at 5, right after Michael Medved at 2 on AM 1070. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioca. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas. The Max Out Saving Show is typically almost always live, and so you can call with a question or a comment. Uh, here we are. Uh, where do we go? I, I The... Uh, we just released our Max Out Savings Report. Uh, if you'd like to get on the list, it's a free report. I've got thousands of people on the, on the list now. Uh, we talk about savings investment. It's the Max Out Savings Report. It's a free report. We simply send it out to you for free. We don't call you up. We don't bother you. It's a private list. Uh, and we talk about everything from uh, common 401k mistakes to Uber in China this week. We talk about Uber in China. We talk about – what else am I talking about in this – uh, we talk about uh, really uh, the election. Some we 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 talk about what the markets are going to do. Uh, we we talk about the uh, the valuations in the market. We we talk about a lot of things. We take complex issues and break them down very simply so you can understand it. We have everyone from 
from uh, just average people reading the Max Out Savings Report. We've had uh, top strategists at Wall Street firms on our list. So we, we've got a, a, a really we, – we take very complex issues, break them down. We try to get ahead of the curve, the knowledge curve out there to, to get, get the information to you. So if you'd like a free copy, go to the website so you can sign up for the free report, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. You can also sign up for a uh, – I'll sit down with me, and I'll go over your financial situation. We'll see how you're set for retirement. We've been really busy lately. A lot of people are coming in. They're changing jobs. They're moving their 401K. They're rolling over their 401K. So if you need some help uh, and want to see our value investing approach to the stock and bond market, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. The... uh, uh, yeah, the, our most recent report. We really talk a lot about uh, about uh, uh, we we talk about the the Uber getting out of uh, China, and really we point out that um, uh, we're really becoming a little concerned that we have too much of our of our uh, important critical technology being produced by the Chinese, and if we get into some type of spat over the uh, South China Sea or something else with the Chinese, this technology could be cut off. And really, uh, if that happens, we're in trouble. We we really need to move back our critical technology production to the United States. We've been way too lax allowing China to move all our to, to pressure American companies into producing their products in the United in in China in order to get access to ch- the Chinese market, and and and, and look if, if 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 American companies are trading off access are are trading off U.S. manufacturing jobs for China, which they appear to be doing at the expense of the American worker, and just as important as as critically endangering our national security, we have a problem with that. And and I think Donald Trump is going to address some of this stuff. I I tell you, Donald Trump, uh, where to go from there? Here, here, this, this is my thinking. We write about this some in the Max Out Savings Report. This week, I've had more people come talk to me, call me up, stop me as I'm walking by to ask about Ted. What about Donald Trump? Oh, my God, Ted, this is a disaster. You know, if the election's over, what, you know, what do you think? I'm, I'm concerned. And a lot of them are, are Donald Trump supporters. And, and we, and we, uh, and, and we, we, we write about this uh, a little in the report. But look, a couple things are happening out there. Right now, the uh, Donald Trump, we just had the convention. Donald Trump gets a bounce after his condition convention. Hillary gets a, a bounce after her convention, which just ended Thursday. OK, I talked about this on the Sam Malo show this week. Thursday, the Washington Post website uh, had 18 stories, 18 anti-Trump stories. I have it right here. You can see it. Hear that? 18 anti-Trump stories on, in the Washington Post this week. What, what's going on? By the way, I don't, I don't think they had a ne- – they did not have a negative story about Hillary Clinton. I'm not even sure they had a story about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is the Democratic nominee running for president. You would not know that reading about – reading the Washington Post. You would think the only person running for president of the United States is Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is the worst guy on planet Earth. To listen to the Washington Post, uh, Donald Trump is basically the Ayatollah Khomeini. I mean, honestly, I think the Washington Post writes more favorably about ISIS than they do about Donald Trump. 
The Washington Post and the Washington establishment is terrified of Donald Trump. Okay, that alone is the reason you should vote for Donald Trump. But, okay, and so, Ted, why 18 stories? Why would you write 18 negative stories, a new world's record of negative stories? Uh, I, I, I don't think after 9 11. There, there was there was eighteen negative stories about Al Qaeda uh, the day I, I you know it's how I, I am astonished the Washington Post could get that many stories. Why did they do that? Here's what the story is: the Republican con- the Democratic convention ended the week before. It's the week after the convention. They the, Hillary got a bounce. Now is when you go for the juggler, you go for the kill, and you try to take out Donald Trump. And that's what the Washington Post did. That's what a lot of rhino Republicans are doing. That's what a lot of globalist Republicans are doing. They want Trump gone. They want Trump out of there. They view Trump as a threat to their power. They view Trump as a threat to globalism. They view Trump as, as a threat to the Democratic Party. They view th- Trump as a threat to liberalism. They view Trump as a threat to everything Donald Trump uh, that, that that Barack Obama has done. And now they're going for the kill the second week after the convention. And this is the key you must understand is if Donald Trump can last another 10 days through this barrage of negativity as as everybody of all of all the enemies of of Donald Trump, the all all the Democrats, the Hillary supporters, the the globalists, the the, the rhino Republicans, the Democrats, the liberals as they all all pile on to him. If he can get the next through the next ten days, he's going to win the presidential election, and that's what. I'm, so, so we have to kind of watch here and see what's going to happen. But they're they're trying to take out Donald Trump, and so Donald Trump is now having to reassess. He's trying to pull the Republicans together, unify the party, and move forward. It, and, and this is his one point of weakness. The week after the convention, and this is why the Washington Post ran eighteen stories. So, rather than then being worried, understand that this is this is what they're trying to do. Uh, I mean, eighteen stories. I just love it. I mean, it's 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 just uh, you know it, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, it, it's really eight. How how do you run eighteen stories? I I just it, it just boggles the mind uh, that, that this happened. But any, anyway, so remember ten days. Uh, the thing, and, and we're going to see, is Donald Trump for real? Is the movement of we want we want the establishment out in Washington, D.C., we want the globalist out in Washington, D.C., and instead of moving to the new world order, which is literally what they want to do, are we going to do, do what's in the best interest of the United States of America? More important than anything else, are we going to do what's in the best interest of the American people? Okay, that I think the polit- a politician owes the American people their work to protect them and work in their best interest. That has not been happening, and this is what this is all about. And, and by the way, this globalism. Look, Donald Trump is not against f- fair, free, and fair trade. No, the, the the most people voting for Donald Trump aren't against trade. We want to trade with everybody. The problem is. If you go down the, the the if you go down the path of the globalist the you know we know who all they are you know the free traders the globalists th- their path is blocked they cannot if we sit there and go look we're going to work with everyone in the world we're going to have a new perfect world order we'll work through the UN everything's going to be fine 
Their path is blocked. It will never happen because China is going to block it. So what's going to happen is is they're going to run into a wall with China, and they're going to cede world dominance to China if that ha- that happens. So we have to understand that right now we're in a massive battle with China. China has badly taken advantage of us. They have tre- tremendous amounts of jobs are being lost. And, 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 and what these globals will say is they'll say, look, Ted, we need immigration because we need people to work. We're a shortage of workers. We're making, and we write about a little of this in the, in the Maxwell Center, we're making the transition to a robotic economy, to a tremendously computerized economy. Computer power, sensor power has now reached the point where we're able to do spectacular things. I was working this week uh, talking to some people about investment with the with uh, like a robot roboticized food operation in in and so all of this is happening so we're going to be able to pay people more but we might need less people which we means we don't need millions and millions of immigrants because we're going to have to make sure we can have jobs for the people we have but what what we are going to is we are going to a greater a better society a more efficient society a more wealthy society for everybody but if we let the, if it, but we have to put boundaries up so we can set this thing up we just can't let everyone in the world come in because we will never have enough workers for that and so the globalists are wrong they're and the american people sense it they know when something's not working and they're and so understand things are rapidly changing it can be much for the better i think donald trump can change and re reinvigorate the United States of America. I think a lot of the, the, if you look at some of the research, particularly some of the stuff that Amity Schles has done with the forgotten man who has been on the Max Out Saving Show, one of the uh, smartest women I've ever met, she, she probably is, is, has studied the Depression more than anybody. It's really a lot of it has to do with socialist policies put in by by Roosevelt, the same thing we've seen socialist policies which have dragged down the United States economy put in by Barack Obama. So I think I think things are exciting. I think to get there, we're going to see a lot of turmoil, a lot of problems, and this is what we're dealing with right now. And so understand that. If you've got any other questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, something else I've been writing about a little bit is, is I came across a study on um, – Women versus men in in uh, defined contribution plans, or women versus men in uh, that's simply a four hundred one k plan, four hundred three b your your company plans. In uh, some interesting things came out. The, the typical thing you read about is is women have a smaller balances in 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 four hundred one k defined benefit plans than men. Sometimes as much as fifty percent. So the thought is women aren't as good as savers. That is not true. Uh, a, a couple things. Women tend to take off from work and they tend to change jobs, particularly if they have kids or if they're married. And, and so sometimes the, the savings is skewed into the man's plan just because he's the one working and the, and the, and, and the wife is staying at home. And, and so all this is going into the plan. It's really for both of them. And, but this is the interesting thing about, about the Vanguard study is that the what they found was – is that women are 14% more likely to participate in 401k plans. And and so it came in 66 for women versus 58 for men. And uh the 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 other thing that they found out was that 
that women tend to be bigger savers. They, they, they tend to save 7 to 16% more. So as a percentage of their, of their income, they're bigger savers as well. And so even after modeling out, uh, you know, taking into account different things, job level or, or length of service, or try to try to come up with an apples, close to apples and apples comparison, they still were saving at least 3% more. So women tend to participate more and save more than men. So contrary to a lot of things you hear out there, women are actually very good savers. Uh, now then, men men did better at trading. They were better traders. So women, women about eleven percent of about seven percent of the women traded their account, made changes into different things during the year. Eleven percent of the men did, and they tended. They also the men tended to. They tended to be much more aggressive in their accounts. And so women tend to be more conservative with their 401k plans. They tend to save more in their 401k plans. Men tend to be a little bit more aggressive, which works when the market's going up. It fails when the market's going down. But but, uh, that's – I thought it was an interesting study – what the other thing is, is is what we're really seeing and what this shows us is is really people are really much more interested in much saving than they have been in the past and and the 401k plan has generally been the best savings program out there and I always people come into our office Sometimes they'll have an old other an old rollover or uh, uh, from their old company. They roll it over and then they go, "Well, Ted, should I start putting my savings with you now?" And I said, "No." Continue to put it with your new company's 401k plan so any new savings goes into the 401k plan. It's not that that we think that 401k plan can do a better job with us. It is I am such a strong believer because I think we can do better. But there is a I am such a strong believer in the power of income-based savings because I know they will not sit there. They will always keep saving in that plan no matter what happens. If they have to buy a car, if they have to do this, they'll keep the, the, the checks will being deducted from the plan, whereas I know if they start either sending us checks or having checks deposited over with us, they're much more likely to stop the, the, the saving because they have a, an emergency or they want to buy something. or something. And, and, and the tremendous power of income-based savings is, is so powerful to building up savings that that's the way I want people to go for their savings, is the 401k plan is the biggest saving program out there. So tell you what, I think we're coming up here on a break here. Uh, if you've got any other questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's 713-339-1070. sounds like promises to keep. Yeah, promises. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You're out on the open road. The hum of your motorcycle's exhaust pipe and the money you saved with Progressive bring you peace. At the end of the road is a dream catcher, which you take because you're having a lot of nightmares about unfinished puzzles. Discover serenity. Protect your bike with Progressive. Annual policies starting at $75. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. $75 per year premium excludes state fees and taxes and is not available in all states. 
It's getting warm out there. No, it's getting hot out there. So get out of the Texas heat and come to Pasadena Gun Center. We have a 25-yard indoor range, great prices on firearms, a full-service gunsmith, and 50 bucks in-house license to carry classes. Plus, every Wednesday is Ladies' Day. Ladies, you shoot free all day, and both machine and handgun rentals are half price for all customers. Ammo purchase required. Pasadena Gun Center, 206 East Shaw in Pasadena. Call 713-472-0417 or check them out online at PasadenaGunCenter.com. Pasadena Gun Center. Why go anywhere else? Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Who are these Democrats? Get ready, Houston. Mark this date down in your calendar. Tuesday, August 23rd. It's an evening with Dinesh D'Souza at Houston Baptist University. Dinesh D'Souza has been named one of America's most influential conservative thinkers by the New York Times Magazine. The World Affairs Council lists him as one of the nation's 500 leading authorities on international issues. And Newsweek cited him as one of the country's most prominent Asian Americans. A former policy analyst in the Reagan White House, D'Souza exposes the secret history of the Democrats and the true motivations of Hillary Clinton. It all began when the Obama administration tried to shut me up. Dinesh D'Souza will talk about it at HBU, Tuesday, August 23rd. The doors open at 6 p.m. Join us backstage for food and refreshments with VIP tickets available for $75 online. General admission is $25. Go to am1070theanswer.com and join us for an evening with Dinesh D'Souza with AM1070, The Answer. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. This is the last segment of the show. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. Last segment of the show, we were just talking about how women are better savers based on participation rate and the percentage they save. And whereas, and they tend to be more conservative than men. Some interesting things. We also also talked about uh, how. Look, I think the next ten days is going is going to decide the election. Uh, if Donald Trump can get this through this thing reasonably well, I think he's going to win. And, and so uh, it's going to be interesting because everyone's trying to. They're trying to take him out right now. We were just talking to uh, the Washington Post. Uh, eight, 18 negative uh, stories run by the Washington Post on the WashingtonPost.com website in one day. Amazing. Tell you what, let's take a call. Well, we have a call coming in in a minute. And, and But uh, the the other thing is I wanted to touch base on is the – the markets. We we had some uh, questions about the market. What 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 I think? I think the market is very very high. On on a uh, a debt to EBITDA ratio, it's at record highs. On price to sales, it's at a record highs. On price to EBITDA, it's at a record high. It, and those are all very dangerous things. But it's going up because of buyback programs by corporations. And I tell you, one other one we're seeing now is really is really. Uh, Central banks are now heavily heavy buyers of 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 stocks, and we're going to talk about that and what the some of the ramifications of that. But first, let's take a call from Flo. Hello, Flo. How hello? How are you? Good yourself. Really enjoy your show. You're a very smart man. Oh, thank you. Well, I don't know about that, but 
I have a I have a question that that's very much I'm sure on everybody's mind if they really uh, keep up with what's going on in the market. Mm-hmm. The market is being really uh, made look good for certain reasons, because, yeah. but it's not. It's it's very volatile right now, and we need to be very cautious. Everybody's saying, "Oh, well, the market's good. We're doing great. You know, the economy's doing great." No, it's not. We all know that. We know it's in in the hole. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what should we be doing with our savings right now? Should we we be pulling out of the market, or what should we be doing? Well. I think you have to have a higher – you should have a higher level of cash in the sidelines. And, uh, and the reason is is because this thing, if it has a big sell-off, something's going to get triggered and it's going to move huge one way or the other. The, 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 the thing I'm struggling with is the stock buyback programs in the – I believe the central banks would like to buy stocks to try to prop it up. Right. And, and – but but I think a lot of the impetus to hold the market up is going to go go away here within the next month or two. Right. And then I, I think you've, you've got some real problems in the world. And, and, and so it's exceptionally expensive. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to target areas that we think are going to do well. I think rates are going to start going up. That's going to be good for some of the financials. Uh, I think you're going to see big infrastructure spending in 2017. If if Hillary gets in, she's going to spend big. And Donald Trump is a builder. He understands infrastructure. And you can at least understand at zero interest rates, the Fed, the only place the Fed can go is to negative interest rates or buying back uh, corporate bonds and stocks, which I think these guys really don't want to do. And so the alternative is they start going, look, Congress, you have to do something. We have to have something happen, and that that thing, something to happen would likely be infrastructure spending. And, and so we're trying to target infrastructure spending. We're we're getting ready for increases in rates, not huge increases, but increases in rates, which is going to affect, which is going to be good for some some sectors and bad for others. And then I, I think uh, the bull market. Re- is is still intact for gold and silver because what I think is going to happen is going to be some type of currency problem in the world where a currency is going to come close to failure. And, and, and in that case, things are going to be like a gold, silver, assets that you can buy reasonably cheaply are going to be the play. Okay. What are, what are you talk, talking about an infrastructure change? What does that mean? I mean, we're $19 trillion in debt. We should not be spending money. <laughs> well, we should be cutting programs and all that. Yeah. Now, Flo, that's a, that's a good point. Now, what they're going to say is, look, with these low interest rates, states can borrow money, which we will back up somehow to, say, put a new airport in, fix up an airport. In Texas, our infrastructure is in good shape because we maintain it. In other parts of the country, they don't. Or, or some of it, in fairness, is really getting older. So, they, so what they, they could do is – they could they could start building like I, I was talking to uh, one of the VPs. They're going to build a they're trying to build a high speed two hundred mile an hour train between Houston and Dallas. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, but <laughs> but at least this is the this is the key to it. Flo is at least if you spend that money, you can go. Oh, we blew all this money, but at least you can point to something and go. Well, Why don't at least we work we... on our water system on those pi- those pipes that were put down in the eighteen hundreds? Yeah, yeah, and so you're, that's what you. So at least you can say you we've achieved something. Remember, this, we've spent a trillion dollars in a stimulus program in 2008, uh, 2009 and ten, and have virtually nothing to show for it. Well, it's it. wasteful spending. Yes. Yeah, and so that is what I think 
they're going to try to do. Uh, power lines to the electric grid. We made some investments in a company that, that improves the, the electric well, we grid. We need to do that to protect our electric grid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and so those, and actually that was a Houston company. And, and, and so, so those are the type of things I think that, that are going to be the plays. I'd like to do some stuff overseas, but we still don't think the dollar, I think, is still going up right now. And a lot of these companies are, countries are still in big trouble. Well, we need to, pardon my saying this, maybe, uh, I'm sure there may be a lot of people out there that might not want us to do that, but Israel is very, very tech wise. Yes. And they've got a wonderful system right now that actually California is putting it in, and it's called a desalinization plant. I don't know whether you've heard about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm very familiar with it. Okay. They've got one. They're going in India with it. They've got one, I think, in in, – there's several other countries that are going. We need more than one here. And, of course, you're not – you haven't heard a thing about this. And it's they've been building on this thing for quite some time now in California. Yeah, we, and we've looked at some of the water things. Uh, I'm actually pretty familiar with water. We're actually moving in a, uh, a, a project I'm working on, a, a irrigation system we're installing. Right. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, water's – here's the thing, and I had this talk with a uh, client uh, uh, last week, actually – it's very hard to find actual water plays. Uh, Boone Pickens bought up a lot of the water rights up in North Texas, but there's not in in water rights are a big battle just to get a hold of them. In uh, well, they're trying to get a monopoly on it, just like you know, Centerpoint has monopoly on the electrical. Yes, yeah, no, it, it, and it is, it, it, and 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 so, uh, so. Uh, water is a tougher thing, and I think you're going to see a lot of that stuff. You're going to see a, a lot. You're going to see targeted spending if Republicans or Democrats get in to to try to come in and improve the quality of the life and, and improve the infrastructure. And so this is where we're starting to really look. And I think that's one of the areas you're going to see because the one thing that these guys can point to with low rates is, look, you can borrow at very low rates to make these things pay. Right. And so that's what you're going to see next year. But we want it to help everybody instead of just helping a few people, which is what the Democrats do. Right. And that's that's what Donald Trump is all they about. They help people in order to get votes. Yeah. That Donald Trump gets that. And look, I think Donald Trump's going to win. If he can survive well, the next 10 days, if we can he's help going to win. To do so. We've got to do everything we can to help him to do so. Yeah. I, I think I think there's a good possibility, Flo. That's what we're going to see happen. And uh We've so got we, to just, he, we have to help him to be strong, whatever it, whatever it takes. We've got to get the Republican Party, I'm not, and I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing too much infighting among the Republicans in order to try to bring him down still. Yeah, well, here's what's going to happen, okay? And, and, it, and it's so stupid. Yeah, Flo, Friday, Donald Trump endorsed, he endorsed Paul Ryan, he right. endorsed uh, McCain and right. Kelly Ott. Well, it was, it was just a, uh, it was really, it was just a, a man thing fighting back. You know how men are, you know, making <laughs> no. smart-ass remarks to each other. You know how they do that. Well, yeah, and look, That's we got to pull together. That's what he was doing. You said that to me, so I'm going to say that to you, you know. Yeah, that was not smart, but, but then, I think he course, gets it. of course, the media gets it, and they say, oh, wow, you know, this is big stuff, you know, like the baby crying. Yeah, no, look, I think I think you're going to see a lot of changes coming out. I think you're going to see the uh, the, the Republicans pulled together. Uh, and look, look, the Bush family is, is going to have to kind of back them a little bit. Otherwise, I think it's going to break well, up. they're not. Laura Bush has spoken out saying that she thought that we needed – Hillary needed to be the president. 
well, that's a mistake, and I think yes. they're going to regret it. Yeah, and, and, and it's. I think they're going to come around. I really do because uh, people are starting to really talk about that, and, and I don't think it's going to reflect well. I think. I think as Donald's got, needs to talk to these people, pull them together because we've got to be one solid team. Because I promise you, the Democrats, there's no light between those guys. They're 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 sticking tough, and they're going to keep pulling us down and pulling us down. They're not. They're not out to build the country. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got to take back the power. No, they want the power, and they're out to destroy the country. Yeah. Well, we have to take back the power. And they've been doing it. But in the meantime, what can we invest in as we're going along? Do we just go ahead and and just very cautiously go into you know things like dividend pay in stocks, which is a you know chancy thing? And Uh, look, I I think in a world of of zero interest rates, it's very difficult right now. We need to get out of it. Yeah, you, I think we're going to see some type of rate increase, and that's what we own TLT, which is long-term treasuries. I'm watching those things like a hawk for our clients right now. You know, I almost have that thing loaded into the system to get out of because uh, I think rates could go up. I think some dividend-paying stocks that are kind of not utilities, they're too expensive, but other things. You I think not utilities? Yeah, I think utilities are too expensive right yeah, now. Yeah, because I've got some of that too. Yeah, and I wouldn't sell them, but I, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't buy anymore. And, and I think really you need to look at the precious metal stack. Think what's going to happen if a currency fails, and that's that's kind of the some of the things you want to own. So you're saying go into precious metals instead of actually buying the silver. We, you can we yeah we own SLV for some for our clients. SLV. We own, yeah, we, that that's the silver ETF. That's we own good. the silver the gold, precious metal stocks as well. Uh, look, the, well, what the, about what about the miners? The miners, we own the miners. What what is that code number? Do you? Uh, well, things like NEM, GG. I say it again. Uh, NEM, NEM, uh, and GG. I'd wait for a pullback on those. They're kind of rich in here. Okay, so don't just go with the actual silver itself. Yeah, on a pullback by the stocks. And here's the other thing to think about too: is understand that. You have to have the cash because on a sell-off, that gives you the ability to go, oh, wow, I can buy this 30% cheaper. That's a huge deal. But if you don't have cash, you you can't do it. And so a higher level of cash. The smart money out there is stockpiling cash. Well, but then if the cash goes down because they're printing up cash and pumping up the market. Well, yeah, yeah, but before that happens, the market will crack. And then tell, tell me something else that's, that's a major situation. They said starting back at the time of Nixon, he started selling the silver and getting it out of the, the Federal Reserve. So now we have no silver backing our dollar. Yeah, or gold. Well, yeah, Nixon in 68 took us off the gold standard. Right. And, okay. and, and so we have no, nothing, no metals backing our currency. Yeah, look, our, and that's our currency why, is just a piece of paper. Yeah, that's why gold and silver are going up. But look, if you maintain a, a, a good economic policy and stuff your currencies will hold up you're going to i believe you're going to see a currency failure within the next two years and 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 and, and i I, I, it's going to probably be the yen the yuan or a big drop in in the euro one of the those things are going to happen or maybe the pound and that's what we're preparing for i think it's china because you remember whenever he went to the u.n and, yeah. and and he had them to let him have another currency that so they've actually got two. Yeah, yeah, they tried and he, to. And yeah. he said that's that's not for us to you know really make anything off of. We would just want to use that for trading. Yeah, now no, that's, that's what. Yeah, that that's the 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 yuan. 
uh, uh, or remedy, as they call it, kind of the same thing. Well, that that brings it all down, and, that, and then he's trying to take over and be and to get the U.S. currency, so it won't be you know accepted worldwide. Yeah, no, that, that's what they're trying to do. But the problem is, their country is massively, massively indebted, and and they have their they their factories are running at at very low capacity. Their their capacity utilization is plunging over there. China has massive problems. China's added more debt than the United States and Japan combined in the well, last we nine years. Borrowing from them, we're borrowing every time no, that, we borrow. No, we no, Flo, I, I've got to let you go here because I got to finish well, up the I've, show. Well, I've really, really enjoyed my talk with you, and you're just like I say, I really enjoy your program. Thanks a lot. Thank yeah, you. Bye. But, but China is in much worse shape than we are, and 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 we're much stronger than they are, and and that's the important thing to see because it's, if they have their debt levels are stratospheric compared to ours. I, I tell you what, a couple things we write a lot about this in the Max Out Savings Report, and so if you want a copy, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. If you'd like to sit down with us, you can do that and schedule an appointment. I'll meet with you personally. Just go to the website maxoutsavings.com, and and we'll get you set up. Uh, sign up for the free newsletter remember our motto to save aggressively and invest conservatively uh, and uh, that's that's about it for the show this weekend I hope everyone has a great weekend we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.